three, two, one. Oh my God, that's cold. Oh, wow. Welcome back to You Bet Your Radio podcast, the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. I am Miles, You Bet Your Guy, here with Ryan, the T-shirt guy. We're uh, we're I'm finally back in the studio, but we had to extend our table a little bit, a little social distance. Ryan's at least six feet away from me right now, and so let's just get into the show. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my push. Oh my god, that's cold. Betcha, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hello, and welcome back to episode 62 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy, and today we're going to talk a little bit about guys cooking supper. Along with that, we're going to go We're gonna go, go deep into the dinner versus supper debate. I'm interested to see what Miles' take is on this because he's a very... Uh, he has a very debating personality. I was going to say, I'm very opinionated. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> yes. On top of that, we're going to talk uh, obscure sports that we are currently watching on TV. And if you had to choose which one you would watch. But before we get into the show, guys, let's talk a little bit of merchandise. I think it's important uh, for us to be transparent with you guys on how the Bush Latte uh, shirt uh, donation, collaboration, whatever you want to call it, with Bush Beer went. Uh Miles, I'm going to be busy for a while. Yes, absolutely. That's what the whole point of this was, is that the 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 listeners, the viewers put Ryan to work, and that's exactly what you guys did. Um, we, we got a final total on the number of uh, shirts and um, the, the total number of donation between uh, You Betcha and uh, Bush Beer and the numbers at... 2,425 shirts that we sold. So if you do the math, you add a zero to that, that makes it $24,250. I wouldn't be surprised if one of us uh, threw in a little extra money to make it an even $25,000. So feels good to be uh, helping out bartenders that are currently out of work that uh, are struggling to pay some bills um, to help help them uh, basically survive until we can get those bars back open and we can start slinging more bush lights at the bar. And so uh, uh, thank you to everyone that bought a shirt. Thank you to everyone that uh, participated in that. It feels good to uh, help some people out amidst uh, a world pandemic. And so I know that uh, it's a small part, but we're, we're trying to do our small part in this uh, greater thing. And so um, thank you again to everyone that bought a shirt. We'll uh, keep you updated on any news about when we're going to send over the money and all that kind of stuff. And so um, cheers to you guys. And uh, maybe we'll uh, make this more of a regular thing with our merchandise of, of some sort of donation, T-shirts, stuff like that, um, because we did see a good response on that. And so just be looking for that. And uh, yeah, Ryan. Yes. No, thank you guys again. Um, I am grateful for, for your guys's, 
um, help <laughs> in this whole process. It's given me some good job security, I guess you could say. Um, so I'll be around the bunker a little bit longer. So thank you guys again for that. Uh, the Bush Latte collaboration shirts are closed down on the website, but all the other merchandise is open. We got our hats, crewnecks, t-shirts, um, kind of the OG lineup that we've had rocking uh, uh, towards the last run. So you can go check that out at ouyoubetcha.com. But for now, Miles, are you are, are you a cooker? Do you like to cook breakfast, lunch, dinner? Um, What's about your the only thing that I like to cook is stuff on the grill. You're a grill um, master. But okay, so what do you guys think? Is that considered cooking or is it grilling? Because I, I would consider those two different things. I don't know. Grilling is a subspecies of cooking. Yeah. Well, it's just like baking or broiling yep. or searing. Yeah. Um, it's all forms of cooking, but you're a grill master. Yeah. I just think that there's like, you can be a, a grill master, but not necessarily be a good cook. I, I, I don't know how or why, but I feel like that is the truth. What do you think it comes What What do you think that defining factor is of being like a good cook? I can, I understand you're good on the grill. Hey, Miles, can I get a medium rare? Sure, Ryan, I'll cook you a medium rare right now. What, uh, what on top of that is, is the determining factor on being good or not? Of just cooking in general? Yes. I would say that if you can put together different flavors and mix them together and get a whole new flavor, that's where it is. So like when when it comes to like marinating, right? If you can marinate well and put together different flavors and spices and herbs, you're I would consider you a pretty good cook. There are some people that don't understand how all that goes together, and that's when you usually end up getting bland, boring food. Um, so I would say that if you can just spice up the food a little bit with with some good combination of herbs and spices, you got to be a good cook, right? And that yeah. goes with the with the classic uh, guy who's good on the grill. Is it's all about the dry rubs. It's all about marinating steak and all that stuff beforehand. It's um, it, it's one of those uh, classic. It, it, the steak is really made before you even throw it on the grill, Ryan. Gotcha. The marination process two days before. Yep. Now, I feel like the people who can uh, make different concoctions to make new flavors, those were the kids in elementary school that were really good at combining colors together to get a brand new color. So, Maybe. Hey, Miles, what does uh, blue and purple make? Blue and purple just makes a darker purple. Okay. That so, is correct. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at Tyler. I'm wondering if he knows what I'm talking about. But so based off of that question, I I think you're right. I think you could use a little a little help. Uh you could use a little work on your different concoctions. Oh, he was right. Uh, yeah. You just I thought you just said that you're looking at Tyler because you were unsure. Well, yeah, I mean, who combines blue with purple? I thought you were gonna go with like when you combine Red and green, what do you get? What do you get when you combine red and green? You get <laughs> red and green makes, what does it make, Tyler? It makes like a mustard yellow. I was going to say orange. Orange is blue and, no, blue and red is purple. None of us are right? good cooks. None of us know <laughs> how to cook. Red and yellow makes orange, guys. Yes. That's just. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Green. None With of this, us know how to cook. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I know how to cook, but all in all, if you got the marinating down, if you got your colors down, you're going to be a good cook, I think. I think I think the marinating and the seasoning is the definition of a great cook. 
I think a good cook is somebody that can make a passable meal in any way. Like they can bake something and it's passable. They can grill something and it's passable. Now, someone would also say that I would say a great cook is one who doesn't need all the fancy herbs and spices and can just the bare minimum can do a really good job. They can just look at the food and make it taste good. Yeah, basically. Makes sense. I don't know. Well, it just goes to show how much we all really know about cooking (laughs) and and all that. But which brings us, and it's a perfect segue into that. We did a video called Guys Cooking Supper. And basically, it's a video about a guy who's cooking supper, but he's not really cooking supper because he goes through massive amounts of crazy lengths to make it look like he made dinner when in reality he just took a bunch of different Stouffer's lasagna one one, uh, one packs and put it in together in a bigger pan and uh, basically made dinner for his girlfriend to make sure that she doesn't break up with him. Can you relate to that, Ryan? I was just going to ask you the same thing. Um, I can relate the, to that on a, on a couple fronts. I think this brings me back to... And you guys remember, uh, we were driving in the car one day. My alarm went off at uh, 12 noon <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I, uh, I got to go home soon and throw something in the crock pot. <clears throat> well, five hours later, I get a text message to say, hey, can you turn that crock pot down to warm? <laughs> oh no. So thank God for the instant pot. Hey, did you get caught? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's no way around that, especially when I am not, I am not the head chef in the house. I am, um, I'm a replacement basically. If the cooking needs to get done, I'll get it done. I, I'm kind of like miles like to, I like to man the grill, but if something goes wrong like that, she's going to find out. Mm-hmm. But I can relate to this video in kind of the, the fact that you would go to crazy lengths to impress a girl and hide your lack of skills, especially like back in the, like the college days. And that's really what this guy did. He wanted to hide the fact that he couldn't cook. Well, it's even another layer, Tyler, in that we had, Ryan's probably not going to relate to this because he's super husband. <laughs> I'm the only husband in the room right he's now. He's super husband, super boyfriend, super whatever. But basically, it's you, you do what you want to do for a long time. And it finally catches up to you. It, you finally, you're on borrowed time is what I think they call that in terms of helping out, doing nice things for your significant other. I'm not saying this is the right way to do it, but it happens. You know, you end up on borrowed time. So then what you got to do is you just, you got to demonstrate value to the significant other. So if you can really show that, you know, you know what? I actually did all of the laundry myself and you didn't even have to ask me. See, I'm valuable. And then you buy yourself more time is <laughs> basically so how it's it, kind of like picking up point, like you're picking points up as you go. Yeah. It's basically like eventually you go into the negative. You got to get back above, above zero, above that line. And then you're good to go for a while. So just, just keep your head above water. Uh, basically what that whole video is about is just keeping that head above water. One one hot topic that was debated quite a bit on that video is, is it called dinner or is it called supper? And one comment that I did hear, uh, I think it was on your post or on one of my posts. <clears throat> did Jesus have the last dinner? Well, that so that's what people say is like, 
If you're using supper, like what are you in biblical times? Why are you saying supper? Makes sense. Okay. It's also, I think, a regional thing where we were seeing that a lot of people in the Midwest will call it supper because it originated in um, the farming culture to where there wouldn't be like a big lunch time because they were out in the fields working so that when they came in for supper, it was this more grand of a meal at the end of the day. And so that's why the Midwest kind of has adopted supper as being associated to your third meal of the day. It's how, from what how, do, how do you know that? I, someone told me. <laughs> I could be just pulling that out of my ass. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure. I'm going to believe you. And so that's kind of why the Midwest is, has a part of it. Um, a lot of it's also I think a lot of like grandparents will use it, all that stuff. But we called it supper. We once in a while, you know, once. I, so here's where I'm at. Supper happens at home and dinner happens out. You go out to dinner. You don't go out to supper. Right. That's interesting. So I saw that a lot take. in the comments. A lot of people saying that. Yeah. Like, uh, hey, I'm making supper tonight. What do you want? You want to go out to dinner tonight or what What do you want to do? I, mm-hmm. I think that that is how it's used more. So at least it did in our family growing up. What is absolutely bananas is that people were replacing lunch with dinner. Yeah, that's what my family does. <sighs> growing up, it was lunchtime. Was, Where does it, this come from? I have no idea. My dad is always called lunchtime dinner. Like, yeah, what do you want I, for dinner? I guess I never really did that, but I've definitely heard that before. I, I just I'm a I just call it lunch. I so don't know. It, it, it's a regional thing because I do have buddies from um, like the West Coast who it's dinner, dinner, dinner. And if you say supper, you're offending them in some way. And <laughs> really, it's a, you're it, offending them, huh? Well, that's that's just where the the conversation goes. Is you will you'll never win. You'll never win the dinner supper argument with someone who just is set in their ways. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I guess I. We kind of knew that it was supper was more of a Midwest thing, but it was a very, very hot topic in terms of what was going on in the comment section. I think I think I saw a few comments that were saying that people in the South also will call it supper. Okay, um, but I could be absolutely wrong about that. So we'll <laughs> so we'll we'll have to maybe check on that. But uh, yeah, I, I I thought the video turned out good. It was definitely. Uh, one of those video ideas that we we worked on for a little bit and it came out looking nice and did pretty well. And so I, th- I think most people can relate to that helpless boyfriend trying to gain those those points back, get back to zero yep. or, or positive on the point scale. Um, and so, yeah, I, th- I think that that uh, worked out pretty good. Are go, any, go, any, ahead, go ahead and say it, Ryan. Are any of you guys in the negative right now? I might be. I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell. It's hard to keep track, to be honest. It's more so not a, a, at real points. It's like it's more of a vibe around the mm-hmm. household. Yeah. Ryan, I know that your guys' vibe at your house is like always in the, you know, he's plus 45 at right. all times. I'm like plus uh, th- triple digits. Oh, my God. <laughs> and if he, if he drops anywhere near that 99 mark, Ryan's going yeah. hard. Miles, yep. the, the more in the positive I am, the more I can be at the bunker printing shirts. So... Yeah, I don't know. It's the a other good day thing. we it's were uh, having some beers, um, all sitting in different parts of the bunker, trying to stay away from each other. Ryan got one call from the old uh, old ball and chain, and he cheesed it out of here. So I don't know. <laughs> He's like a road runner with yeah. a cloud of dust. <laughs> he was out of here like a, like a fart in the wind, is what I think they say. 
Yeah, it was my turn to cook supper. Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped below triple digits on yeah. the scale, yeah. so he had to get back. Yeah. But uh, Ryan, you, you gotta you gotta share the audience that uh, w- what your claim to fame is here on the guys cooking supper. My claim to fame on the guys cooking supper was. Um, I think that was my bounce back idea from yep. the Midwest ASMR. So, uh, Ryan came up with the video Midwest ASMR and he, uh, he basically, it was a flop. There's no other way to, to, to go around yeah. that. I really liked it. And those who know ASMR thought it was funny, Yeah, but, um, it just wasn't a widespread concept. So, um, he took that loss. He took that L. I and took that one on the chin. The W idea to come back. Yeah. He uh, thought up guys cooking supper. I obviously worked my magic on it. Yep. And uh, we collectively came out with it, and it worked out. So good job, Ryan. Thanks, Miles. Uh, let's stick with more ideas like that and a little less ASMR. <laughs> so with that, we're gonna take our first break and uh, dive into you know sports are gone, but doesn't mean that there aren't other sports out there that we can enjoy. So we'll be back after the break in today's world, Ryan, we don't have sports. It is all reruns. It is. Um, I think on NASCAR radio the other day on Sirius, they were replaying the 2015 Daytona 500. Um, so it's like, it's a, it's a very sad, unfortunate time. <clears throat> wow. Little uh, frog in my throat there. Um, <laughs> why was that Nothing. so funny to you? <laughs> um, but they actually, ESPN now has the ESPN 8, the Ocho, like from Dodgeball, but they actually made it a thing. They're showing a lot of other sports. And those reruns aren't bad because, in my opinion, it's like I've clearly never seen this sport before right. or I've never, ever seen this championship so I guess it doesn't really matter that it's not ha- happening live, right? I think that we should figure out which is all of our sport that we would like to see on ESPN at the Ocho, or if it was actually on there, just let's dive in to what we call obscure sports. Don't get me wrong. These things are sports. They're, they take talent. They take physic, uh, physical uh, effort, all that stuff. But it's just a little more obscure than your classic football, baseball, basketball sports. Ryan, I want you to kick us off with some here. What what's an obscure sport that you want to see that you think would be great for the for for television and a time like this? Um, one of the one of my favorite sports that I've been watching lately. I've been watching a lot lately. Uh, I've been online betting with it. No, I'm kidding. I really like the high dive belly flop competitions. Ooh. So I know that like they would like kill themselves if they actually belly flop. So they got to do that weird like knee tuck at the end. Yeah. They call that like a gain, uh, not a gainer, but I don't know. Kids at the pool used to do that when you were younger. Yeah. It, 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 it's not a true belly flop, which is a sad moment, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It's still got to hurt though. Have you ever seen like the big, big dudes jump yes. off the high dive and it is just like a atomic bomb hitting the water. Yeah, there's just something about uh, watching people go through voluntary pain uh, that just makes makes something that much yeah, better. Yeah, it's like the Jackass movies, right? That's why right. they were such a big hit is we love watching people 
choosing to hurt themselves. Exactly. Um, and I don't know. I feel like belly flop competitions are, especially in the summertime, are somewhat popular. I know like the lake I go to, they have a belly flop competition every yeah, year. Yeah, like off the low dive, they'll actually yeah. do a belly flop. But when it comes to the high dive and guys are doing <sighs> double backflip aerials with a belly flop at the do end. Do you want to know what my favorite is? What? Is when the guy does the Peter Pan. Do you know what I'm talking Just about? Spread no, eagle. Give me an, give me an audio, audio visual. So basically, you you run and you jump and you take your hands and you put them on your hips and spread your legs yes. and like and like stick straight up and like stick straight body and you just like kind of do like a slow flip in the air like that. I love that. I think that's the Peter Pan. You know what I'm talking makes about, sense. Tyler? The, the thing that blows my mind is some of these dudes doing the belly flop competition could be legitimate world-class divers. Oh, yeah. They're just landing a different way. Yeah, right. They're doing like crazy flips and twists and then just choosing to land on their stomachs. If they just did one more half turn, yeah. they could be legit divers. Yeah, I'm yeah, there with must, you, Tyler. There must not be any real money in, in diving. They must have to go for just, the belly flop yeah, just the belly flop. <laughs> Better sponsorships, yeah, I think. Honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean, more if you, entertainment value. Yeah. If you threw like a sponsorship, on someone's belly and like you had like a Ooh. red a red logo where you didn't paint anything red but you painted everything else with the logo belly flop on the dive body gets a, a lot of red fills that whole logo out talk yeah. about great advertising that, yeah. that's a free idea chick-fil-a hey people are gonna look at your target. belly they're mm-hmm. gonna target target yeah the they can get the speedo from target and yeah. then have the target logo on their chest that'd be an easy one to recreate yeah, the uh, um, how you can dictate whether it was a good or a bad belly flop is obviously the redness of the stomach. Have you ever truly belly flopped before, Ryan? I'm kind of a bitch when it comes to belly flops. Yeah, I, I, I uh, I'm pretty sure I've done it at least once in my life, but not not. I'm not the guy at like a, a pool party <laughs> that's like, "Hey guys, watch this!" <laughs> Whack, you know? It's yeah, like, me either. Yeah, I have a, a, a decently funny story. I've never done one on purpose. I, OK, so before you get into that, I feel like Tyler's <laughs> the guy that you'd be like, dude, dude, it'll be like just, super funny if you went and did that. Just do it. man. Oh, I would love to convince somebody to do it. Yeah, but I, I, I think we could convince him, Tyler or Ryan. We could convince, convince him me. Tyler's the, the convi- when we finally have our You Betcha Christmas party in July. Yep. <laughs> Um, for those of you who don't know, we planned a Christmas party for February. That didn't happen. It got pushed to March and obviously COVID hit. So our Christmas party is still to happen and to be determined, but it's going to happen. Okay. Yeah. And it may happen at, at, uh, this summer, maybe at the lake or something, we're going to get Tyler to do a belly flop. Maybe at a public pool. <clears throat> so public pools circling back now, <laughs> I did get tempted to try a front flip and I'd never done flips. That's not my thing. And I full on belly flopped and I, I went to the bathroom and threw up because I hit my stomach so hard. It was bad. Yeah, that you sounds... must have not waited 30 minutes before you <clears throat> definitely not. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the belly flop. It was you scarved down a, a nice ch- ch- uh, cheeseburger yeah. and then just went swimming right away. I don't remember, but it sucked. Yeah, that that actually death by belly flop was tyler that day yeah so you basically did like a one and a quarter you like overdid it and and like face slash belly flopped you got it i was Uh, like well if i just flip as hard as i can i'll make this thing and i went a little too hard and just over rotated over rotated so i had the extra spin going into the flop and yeah i don't know what it is my body does not understand how to spin i've tried flips and things throughout the years yeah 
it just never happens. I don't know if I just not committing fully or what, but my body just doesn't flip. Did you it guys just, have trampolines growing up? I did not, but I had friends that had it. Okay. Couldn't do it. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I just don't, my body doesn't spin well. Yeah, we might have to get a trampoline at the bunker. Yeah, we might, I might have to get over that and just start flipping. <laughs> um, oh, so thanks for asking, Ryan. My, I, uh, yeah, I, my, my obscure <laughs> sport that I want to see, I, I've been on a NASCAR kick lately, very public uh, uh, guy, a big time NASCAR guy now. I've been playing NASCAR Heat 4, which is the PS4 game, just drafting up and down. Kevin Harvick coming up on on uh, uh, Kyle Busch, just blazing by him, you know, the whole shebang. Yep. yep. I need to see some lawnmower races on, on TV. <sighs> like, my first thought goes straight to Happy Gilmore. Or uh, not Happy Gilmore, uh, Waterboy. With Adam Sandler? Yeah, but not even close to the same, so don't even bring up Adam Sandler right now. Ryan. I know how much Great you like movie. Adam Sandler. Great movie. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah, that, but I, I'm with you. The soups up is, is lawnmower, right? Vicky Valancourt does it. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> Vicky Valancourt. <laughs> That's a terrible name. Anyways, uh, well, now I don't want to do that anymore because you're trying to relate <laughs> it to Adam Sandler. It's a good, it's a good relation to have. But okay. So where we go, uh, uh, pheasant hunting in South Dakota, they have a lawnmower racing track right by there. I've, I have not been there when it's been going on because we do it in the fall, obviously. And that happens in the summer, but I might have to make a road trip and go, 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 go to the track and start placing some side bets on, on which lawnmower things going to take it home. It's, it's definitely like, a, it's like a pretty small track that they do it on, but is it a circle um, track? Yeah, I'm sure there's different ones, okay. but the one that I'm talking of is yeah, it's it's a it's oval. Okay. But it just you imagine being like the <laughs> top dog in a lawnmower racing league. <laughs> it's like I imagine like every Will Ferrell movie ever where he's basically picks like a a, a niche type of sport and acts like he's the hottest guy ever like on uh Blades of Glory yeah. when he's in figure skating, he's like the hot shot. Like the hot shot of lawnmower racing is like got sponsors and like he's got like a handler that like drives him to the races and stuff like that. That would be great. So what kind of classes, what kind of classes do they have for this lawnmower racing? Is there like, you know, the zero turn class and the, uh, oh, that actually would be very interesting to find out. Like, yeah, like your old school lawnmower. It's like a little bit smaller your zero turn, I imagine, would be insane. Then you have your commercial mowers, race. the big ones. Yep. Yeah. The big rigs. So in these lawnmower races, do we want to go true lawnmower and keep the mowing deck on them? I was going to ask, is the mowing deck up or down? You like know, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I have not done any research <laughs> on this. All I know is that lawnmower racing exists. I like it. I want it. I need it in my life. So maybe when we're done with this, we got to do some research. Or Tyler, while we're talking, Google it and see see if they have it. My guess is they... It's definitely a thing. Well, it, no, it's a thing. But my guess is they maybe take the deck off. Okay. That would make more oh, sense. Oh, man. These these lawnmowers in these nice? pictures are crazy. They're like, they look more like go-karts than lawnmowers. Yeah. yeah. They got the, do they take the, the bottom off? Yeah, the bottom's off, and they're almost flat to the ground like a go-kart. 
Yeah, uh, a really yeah, wide base. Decrease the the. Uh, oh, and, and this is a dirt track, by the way. We're not we're not talking. Okay. This isn't pavement track. I need uh, give me that dirt track. Get, get me on one of the corners so I can get I can just be covered in mud by the time yeah. that this thing's over. I wonder if you could go on Facebook Marketplace and find a, like a racing lawnmower. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well. Yeah, Tyler, look that up for us. Ah, oh, we might have to. Okay, uh, how sick would it be if we sponsored a uh, a riding or a lawnmower race? Or like a, not like you, a like a race, but like a racer. Yeah, we need to look into that. I actually, we may not be able to afford afford a NASCAR sponsorship, but we can for sure afford a, a lawnmower racing sponsorship. <laughs> and uh, I'm putting this out in the public so that we can actually make Lakin check into it. That and uh, if there is any lawnmower racers out there, I'm sure we'll, we'll see him in the comments. You're gonna be like, hey, I, I race lawnmowers. You guys should sponsor me. Yeah, and like, you know? what we should do is like really go all out on it, and like, like bring a like complete like fancy like tailgating setup to the track, and yeah. like have the have the racer standing there like signing autographs for people and stuff like that. I think that that would be a great move. We got. I I am actually jacked about this. We need we need to sponsor a racer. We, we, did, I, okay, so you say I, racer is that any any kind of racer, or are we talking lawn mowing specific? I think we got to start with the, in the lawn mowing league, the the LML. I think the lawn mowing league sponsorships and racing kind of start out as like racers themselves. You know, you start in like your local events, and then you get up to the regional yeah. and then the Cup Series, and so I but, think a great place to start is going to be a, a local lawn mow, lawn race. I 100 percent agree. Especially because I think that it matches up with our marketing budget. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, plus, uh, then then we can really, uh, yeah, I really like that. Another thing that I've thought about doing that uh, is maybe sponsoring a cornhole, professional cornhole player as yeah. well. Yeah. So, I, we're really going to have to dive into where we want to spend our marketing dollars here coming up yep. and, and maybe get a, a sponsorship going on something like that. Yeah, the old... Uh the, the racing tagline could be uh, turning and burning. Ooh, turning and burning. <laughs> we'll throw that on a shirt, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got to look into turn it. Turn and burn, baby. I, I like it. I actually, my body chemistry has completely changed on this podcast, and I am absolutely stoked about it. Before the <sighs> podcast started, we were having some major technical difficulties. Um, Tyler almost broke all of our equipment. Okay. And, uh, so it was a little weird vibes at the start of this podcast, but talking about sponsoring, like, can you imagine just the, the, you betcha blue on the side of one of those beautiful lawnmowers, um, <clears throat> having a big YB on the side of his helmet. It just, I can't imagine it wouldn't be a great time. So we're gonna have to look into that. What yeah. you got any other information for us, Tyler on, on lawn mowing racing, lawn mower racing yeah well they usually they're there's two types of lawnmower racing there is the ride-on or the self-propelled which i think is push mower racing like like running behind it basically I, yeah that that's the only thing that'd be self-propelled <laughs> wow. right or are they talking like like, yeah, a, but, like a tractor pull back in the day for little kids with pedals it I doesn't say yeah that could be because if it's self self-propelled you're gonna outrun the self how fast the self-propel goes so it kind of defeats the purpose of. No, it is. A, it's a push mower. It is a push mower. So you you juice up the self propelled yeah, sure and it's like get it going fast. And and you got to run behind it. It is. It comes down to how fast you can run. Yeah. Yep. 
I'm gonna have to start training if we're looking <laughs> Ryan, for sponsorships. Actually, yeah, that actually might be Ryan's the that, racer. We're gonna Ryan, there. We go. Yeah, that Ryan could. There we go, Ryan. You love doing yard work, and now yep. it's time to take all these years that you've been putting into yard work <laughs> to the test. You got to start training. You've already been lifting weights. We need to get a we need to get a treadmill here in the bunker. We're gonna start doing time trials for you. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna um, basically get, you're gonna have to run. Your your training starts with you just holding a wooden dowel in front of you, <laughs> and that's how you run. You got to learn to run without your arms. I imagine that's a difficult thing. So I'm up for the challenge. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll workshop this idea. We'll see if we can find, uh, uh, someone to, we'll, we'll sponsor a a riding lawnmower racer. And then maybe we'll try and catapult Ryan into his, (laughs) how awesome would that be? His self-propelled, uh, lawnmowing career. Yeah. You can just have like, and reach out to me and we'll talk numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's too big time now. Yeah, there we go. Classic <laughs> racer getting too big of a head. We got to bring him back down to earth. Uh, um, can you imagine the sick merchandise we could come up with if we sponsored a lawn mowing racer? Like the classic like NASCAR just, shirt with like his face on it with the number yeah. and then the You Betcha logo. And you beard. could have the, the classic dad from, from the Dads During Summer video. He could be on the side of the mower. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, come race day though, I'm gonna need you guys to put up the signs in your yard saying like race day, go uh number Yep, yep absolutely number, number one. And Ryan only can wear new balance, white mm-hmm. new balance shoes. I like where this is going. This is it's great for the brand. Yeah. Tyler, let's uh, wrap up this segment with your your obscure sport well, here. How do I follow lawnmower <laughs> racing? Seconds, go. Yeah. All right. My heart wants to say cornhole because of the father in I me. I was literally just going to say we can't do cornhole. I'm not so. going to say it. Okay. Let's it, go. it kills me, but I want to say broom ball. I love hockey and it's kind of a, a, a subspecies of hockey. Is that like what you did in gym class? Yes. Which was my favorite winter <clears throat> sport in gym class. I think broom ball league. So does would be that mean fun. that you have to do it in the winter on the ice with your just normal tennis shoes and a broom? No, just it's on a gym floor in tennis shoes. <laughs> okay. I just want to see because I think in broom ball, my favorite part of hockey is people getting lit up. Yeah. You could have it could be a perfect combination of people getting lit up and being competitive at the yeah, same it's time. Like uh like when they used to have slam ball on yeah. Spike TV and like they all had to wear football for like basically like mm-hmm. football pads. And with trampolines and a basketball, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. Did you, I? I haven't played a ton of broom ball in my day. Yeah, we used to play in gym class all the time. We used to like actually just have like hockey sticks and just play floor hockey. Sure. Yeah. So, did you, you like you talk me through it? You actually like what kind of broom is it? So it's not a legit it's not a broom. broom. It's, it's just a like broom. a stick with a weird triangle thing at the end. You know, like the bottom of a rake without the tines. Think of a rake without the tines on it, and that's essentially a broom ball stick. Gotcha. I'll show you, mouse. So do you push it? Do you slap you it? You slap it. You you you. Dri- what do you call it in hockey? You is juke? it is you it juke? dribbling? What in are they hockey? handling? Uh, yeah, stick handling. Dude, yeah, it's they, it's stick. totally handling. Yeah, yeah, they stick handle uh, no, the same. They way. call it uh, dangles. They dang- dangle. Yeah, Miles. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, you've seen mm-hmm. them before. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. You, in gym class, you'd always get wrapped in the shins like four times, oh, and you'd yeah. come out with a goose egg on your shin. And there was always the one kid in gym class that was like kind of borderline uh, a psycho, and yeah. he would want to play goalie in this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just get pelted. And then like if the if the 
the puck was too close to the net, people would just still be taking slap shots like three feet away and the fall through was catching them in the face and shit like yeah. that. It was. There's always the guy too in, in that class that will like, he'll leak out of every play. So like if he sees a turnover coming, like his team's about to get the ball, he'll just leak out the outside and just. Uh, we call that, deep. we call that uh cherry picking. Mm-hmm. Cherry just picking. Sit yep. by the net. But in Broomball, speaking of goalies, have you ever just leaked out a little bit? Got a clear shot at goal and just wound up knuckle puck that thing, just smacked it into the goal. Goes off the pipe and then Ryan sat for the rest it's of the gra- day. It is a great feeling. Broomball is. I, I'm a big. I'm a big proponent of Broomball, Tyler. I, I think I might have picked it because it's more something I want to play. I think that I would rather watch Team Handball on TV than Broomball. I've never actually watched Handball. I watched the Olympics once. It's intense. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I mean, you look at the the. The guys at 5 a.m. at the gym, you know, in the in the broom or the uh, like the racquetball courts, I imagine oh, it's yeah. about as intense as oh, that. Oh, I do like racquetball. Yeah, those guys come out of there sweating. I uh, last time this is a fun little side story for you. Last time I played racquetball, obviously, um, I'm very uh, I'm ath- I'm an athletic guy, not to brag, but <laughs> clearly. Uh, I've had too many years of body by bush to where uh, my athletic days are pretty much over. Yeah. But I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm good once as I ever was. So I played a friend that was, uh, I want to say, a very athletic, pretty in shape dude. Okay. And Was it me? No, oh. it was definitely not you. That okay. would never describe you as that. Um, and uh, I, I came out with a W in the racquetball court. Wow. I was sucking hind tit is what actually <laughs> is the best way to describe that. I was so shot. Sweat my ass up. My lungs were burning. But here's what I would do. What I would do is you get two serves, right? You get like a first and a second serve, right? I would purposely mess up on the first, not do the correct thing on my first serve. Okay. So that I could get more time of break time (laughs) in in between things because that's how tired I was. That is grit. And And I would slow the game down as much as possible. I was like Nick Saban huddling after every single play using up all the play clock as much as I could because my advantage was that I had better hand eye but physical toll was being taken on me like my my legs after like the first set or whatever the crap they call it was just jello I had the most jello-y legs ever but luckily I had the uh the the grit the uh the the perseverance the, the heart to truly finish out and come out with a W um, solely because I just had a better strategy going into it. He should have been speeding up the game, was he, and I would have I would have tumbled like I would have just tumbled. Was he pissed? Could he see right through you? Could he see what you were doing? Yeah, I, I think he, after a little bit, he was kind of like, "Okay, let's go, let's hurry it up." And I'm like, yeah, "Just hold on, I gotta make sure I got this." You know, you know, like the tennis players <laughs> do the slap the ball on the ground a few yeah. times, and then before they throw it up. Maybe uh, take the other racquetball out of your pocket, feel it. No, nah, I don't want that one. Use the other one. <laughs> Doing stuff like that, slow it down as much as you can um, just to keep keep your breath under you. As soon as you lose your breath, you're screwed. Yeah, that's a sneaky so, good move. Uh, Work smarter, not harder. Yeah, it's just that was the last time I played racquetball. I don't think I'll ever play again at this rate because I came out on top, came out with a victory, and uh, got to celebrate in the locker room afterwards. So, so broomball. I like it, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. So that was just a nice little side story for you about if you're if you're outmatched physically in any sport, 
slow the game down, make it make the game on your terms, and you're gonna come out with a W, Ryan. I hate slowing the game down. I was actually like, as a pitcher, I would quick pitch people because I just wanted to get going. Well, I mean, when I was actually playing sports, I liked going quickly, but not but anymore. now. You just now the strategy has been reassessed. Yeah, you, you, if you just use the same strategy over and over again, you don't change with the times, Ryan. You're gonna end up. Uh, not in a good spot. Another great life lesson by me here on this podcast. I'm just spitting knowledge. So, um, Ryan, I th- Ryan and Tyler, I thought that those obscure sports are good. Uh, I love them, but I just think we got to find a racer to sponsor. Mm-hmm. I really think we got to look into that. So, if you guys are listeners <laughs> and you are a lawn mowing racing, uh, if you're a lawn lawn mower racer, racer. Or you know someone um, that we can maybe sponsor this upcoming season, um, maybe uh, throw some marketing dollars at them. Maybe uh, maybe we can uh, bring you know like the the NASCAR has their foldout uh, little like uh, I don't know what they call like a crow's nest almost where the, yeah, yeah. The, the crew chief sits and relays information. Maybe we could make do a makeshift one on our own that we can fold out at the track and and sit up top with an umbrella up there and drink beer and, and uh, relay any uh, information we need. I think that that's what we need to do. So we're going to take, I our, like that a yeah, lot. That'd be so fun. <laughs> just for the fact that just drinking beer at the lawn, lawn, uh, the lawnmower races, I think is the way to go. So what you, you could put together like a lawnmower racing combine. We could put people through a combine winner gets trials. a full winner gets a full sponsorship from you. Betcha. God, that'd be sick. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're gonna have to really dive into this. We'll, I think. Let, we'll, we'll let you guys know. It, and it's our gateway into. It, it, you can really tell um, where we are in our business by what kind of racer we sponsor. <laughs> we're starting out at lawnmower racer. Next thing, we're gonna probably have like a sprint car or something like that, and yep. then you just keep working your way up. And uh, next thing you know, uh, uh, the uh, the you betcha number. Uh, the you betcha number four car. The you betcha number four car uh, switches out on and off between Bush Beer and and you betcha. Yep. Um, racing on Sundays, so <sighs> goosebumps. We'll have, to, we'll have to work on that, but uh, we'll crunch some numbers. We're gonna take a break and finish out this podcast. All right, Miles. Some of the weirdest things that we have done, weirdest, most unique things that you may have never done before during quarantine. Some of us are going stir crazy. You were actually quarantined for 14 straight days. Like um, a hard quarantine. Like, like this. A, like a, I probably, I only left the house because I drove around. You went for a drive. I went for a drive. Maybe went for a couple walks. And that was it during that. I was in my, I'm in my place the whole time. And, and with these times, Ryan, and you being kind of cooped up, cooped up is a good word. Cooped up during these times. Oh, he tried to get me with the bush, the crack. I saw it coming from a mile away. Go ahead, Ryan. Crack it open. <gasps> bush. You just, I am on top of my game after we uh, started talking about sponsoring a, a lawn, uh, a lawnmower. It's such a hard <sighs> thing wow. to say. Lawnmower lawn racer. Mower racer. I've been on top of my game. And so it's just, you're cooped up. You start thinking about weird stuff. You start visual. You start like uh, talking to inanimate objects. You talking to your lamp. Your uh, you were going oh, stir crazy. Oh wait, that, that was just me. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay. Um, but anyways, y- y- we've all done something that we wouldn't normally do with these new times. Um, 
I'll start it off. It's it's not that crazy a weird thing, but something that I definitely wouldn't have done if it wasn't for um the the the, the COVID quarantine uh social distance thing that's going on right now. Um have you ever seen like the the build videos on Facebook? Okay. Where yeah. like they like build something in the woods, like a, a cool little like shelter. Yeah. Out of like stuff they see. I watched an eight and a half minute video <laughs> of some guy by himself with a stick and a machete dig himself basically like a I it looked like a twenty foot like hot tub slash pool in the middle of the woods out of clay. And then he I think it was like supposed to be like a hot spring type of thing because then he rigged up this system where he lit a fire in this thing and then the water there was above it there was like a little retaining thing that he poured the water into it heated up the water then he there was a uh, like a hole and he unplugged the hole and the hot water went into this little spring thing that he did it was an unbelievable thing i watched all eight and a half minutes of this and it was only time lapse an eight and a half minute time lapse video i don't know if you've ever thought about it but eight and a half minutes of time lapse is a very long time yeah that's gotta be like a couple weeks yeah it was an unbelievable thing and the dude he didn't he literally on that had those two tools so when he would dig he actually was taking like the rubble and the dirt and throwing it out of the hole by hand. <laughs> okay, going into this video, I feel like you got to make the video because you want to go viral with something like this. <laughs> if you do all this work, go ahead. Oh my God, that's cold. Think about doing all of this work, time-lapsing the video, taking this massive file, Uploading it to the internet. Wearing like just Aladdin pants. Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Oh god! Think of doing all that. Big white billowy. They're they're brown, but basically the same style. Think of doing that and not going viral, getting like a couple hundred views on your classic TikTok. Don't let this flop. (laughs) Yes, please don't let this flop. Yeah, it was. So that's definitely the weirdest thing I've done, and it was one of those things where I was two and a half minutes in. Then you tap on the screen to see how long the video is. And I just said, you know what? It's it's quarantine. I'm already this deep. I might as well just go all the way. I, I've done seen those videos, same similar thing. I will tap the screen at about two minutes and then fast forward to mm. 730. You will. Yeah. I can relate to that. I watched the whole thing. I don't know what it was, but it, it's the quarantine brain. It was the Aladdin pants, I think. <laughs> Not only are you into the Aladdin dives, but you're into the Aladdin pants well, no, as well. It was Peter, Peter Pan. Pan. Or, oh, Peter Pan. Grow Peter up, Pan. Peter Pan. <laughs> Ryan, what is the weirdest thing you've done here? Um, I, I kind of got to a point where, so I, ha- I have a gym in my garage, um, and I needed to just spice things up a uh, little bit. Another humble brag that he works out. <laughs> yep. Gym in the garage. You better be putting Big that gym. to good use so you can get on the self-propelled uh, I'm, circuit. I, I'm already training for it. I love it. A lot it. more racing. 2K20. We're going to have to build you a, uh, a weighted sled that's shaped like a lawnmower that he can push around the yard. Yeah. Well, we'll or, or we'll just get I'll our just buddy. stand on it. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, like a coach. Like a football sled. Yeah. Yep. thing's not moving. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't know you were basically SpongeBob. 
You, you work out that much and you couldn't even push me? Wow. What does a SpongeBob reference have to do? SpongeBob's the weakest human ever. You've never watched SpongeBob? I didn't know that's where you're going with it. He has to have anchor arms in order to lift anything. So during quarantine. <laughs> Keep going, Ryan. I'm, me and Tyler are doing an eye conversation. I, uh, I got so bored to the point where I just had to like spice the environment up a little bit. Got sick of looking at the same wall. So I put kind of like some EDM nightclub strobe lights up in my garage gym. <laughs> so I'll just, I'll just roll out there. I'll turn the lights on and kind of just like. Maybe do a couple. Does it of go sh- to the beat of the music? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh. Unfortunately, it doesn't do that. Um, it just a bunch of different settings. Stroke from it out. one to one to the next, and uh, it's pretty good vibes. Does it feel like it's a vibey. college dorm room in there now? Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yep. It's That's like what every every male's going for these days. Is it doesn't feel like a college dorm? I love it. Yeah, it's the classic strip lights you'd put underneath your bed or like your your oh, yeah. desk that you use once a month in college. So you didn't just take your Christmas lights down and put them in your garage? I didn't know. Christmas lights are meant for the house, Tyler, not the gym. No, no, those no. are gym specific. Uh, and I just put my Christmas or took my Christmas lights down. So, uh, yeah, there's no way I was going to take them down and then put them back up again in that short of a time frame anyway. Plus, these are to stay all year round. Sorry. Yeah, these are. My my, my mistake. My mistake. Jesus, Tyler. (laughs) Do you change the colors based off your mood? Um, Like if you're about to max out. Don't walk in when it's red. red? Yeah. Turn it to a straight red. That's a great idea. I'm all for blood. You should just put one above the garage door so Meg knows not when to bother when Ooh, not yeah. to bother you. If it's red, stay out. We are squatting today. That's a great idea, you guys. I know. I'm full of them. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler what's the weirdest thing you've done in well, this quarantine? I shaved my great. head. <laughs> <laughs> well, shave my head. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't have been that weird probably 10 years ago. When I had a full head of hair and uh, old age has kind of slapped me in the face. I got a receding hairline going on. So I haven't <laughs> shaved my head since high school. Um, and, and your dad. Yeah. The the, I, the receding hairline is uh, on full display now. Um, but yeah, I, I used to get. You wear a lot of hats. I, that's all. That was my justification for this. Like in this job, I wear a hat oh, yeah, every day. Because before when you're on the news, you couldn't wear a hat. Now yep. you're good to go. And we used to have, we'd get free haircuts. Really? So, you, so you'd go, you'd have the same stylist every time. And I texted her. I was like, how can I cut my hair during this quarantine? She's like, you can't. So I just buzzed it. I don't know. I heard there was some videos going around of hairstylists that are like actually trying to teach people how to cut their own hair. Yeah, so I wasn't going to attempt that. To, you might have to check a few YouTube videos. Because yeah. uh, you could totally do the hair where you buzz around the bottom half and let the top grow out. That's not me, though. You That's could totally not my do style. the hipster flowy on the top, buzz on the sides. Maybe a racing stripe or two in the sideburns. There you go. Or Lightning just put a bowl, bowl over your head. Just go yeah. the classic bowl, bowl cut. cut. Okay, next time you got to have a haircut, if we still can't get to the to the salon, I imagine Tyler goes to a salon. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do, actually, yeah. Actually, yeah. Will yeah. you let us put a bowl on your head? So funny you say that. I shaved most of my head myself. I left the back for Becca, but I shaved a crow's nest, like the classic old man, into my head just to be funny because that's a, a terrible dad joke. Great dad joke. And it looked so bad. I think Becca has a picture somewhere. But uh, yeah, so I did the reverse bowl cut for everybody. Um, Charlie, he thought oh. it was hilarious. So uh, Your son? 
yes. cheap entertainment for your son. Yep. Um, can, has your son ever even smiled yet? Is he still that young? Yeah, he laughs at all my jokes. Oh, I was going to say. Well, there's, I feel like at least there's one of us. Yeah, I feel yeah. like you're, you're still wiping the goo off your kid. That's how young he is. He's pretty young. F- turns four months soon. When does, a, when does a baby start like actually smiling? Probably like two months. He giggles now and it's cute as shit. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> I'll stop. We'll talk about babies on another podcast. Ryan hates babies. Yeah, I, we, we maybe need to talk about that on a different podcast. About I do not. Ryan hate babies. has a weird, irrational hate for babies. It's, I hate holding other people's babies. Why Let's just well, get that clear? Because I don't want to drop them. Because you hate they're them. Fragile. You why would you? Dro- why would you drop him? Is it your? Just turn the lights out? to red, and you'll be fine. You can't drop you a baby. Treat holding a baby like it's a max out squat. Right. I get that, but it's also not my baby, and. As Tyler's a new parent, they're I don't also know, a lot more durable than you would imagine. Right? That's what I've heard. It's true. Um, I have. Heard I drop that him all the time. He's fine. Well, we'll we'll, we'll determine that in about fifteen. Yeah, 20 we might years. need to bleep that part out just in case <laughs> social services is listening. But anyways, um, guys, if you're listening out there, just know that it's okay to do something that's a little bit weird. A little bit different just because it's quarantine, maybe dabble in a few other things. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> go any further with that, but try something new, do something weird, break that routine, and uh it'll help with being cooped up a little bit. So get your lawnmower out. Get your lawnmower out, get that baby uh souped uh, up, get it get it ready to go. Um, I am serious. If you race lawnmowers, you need to reach out to the page, preferably on Instagram. Yep. That would be great. So Ryan, let's wrap this podcast up. Miles, before we wrap the podcast up, I would just like to say thank you to Gina's Designs of the Heartland. Gina's Designs of the Heartland handcrafts, hand makes uh the nectar of the god signs on our website. They're wood pine signs that are hand painted by Gina herself. I would just like to say thank Gina's designs of the heartland for, um, kind of outfitting our website with some good man cave, uh, merchandise. So the bathroom, the kitchen, uh, the garage doors are opening up. Weather's getting nicer, a great place to basically throw the nectar of the God sign anywhere you want. You can find those on our website, www.oubetcha.com or on Gina's website. That's etsy.com slash shop slash G D O T heartland. Genius Designs of the Heartland. Thank you, guys. Miles, episode 62 is in the books. Um, kind of interesting to hear the weird things that you have been doing during quarantine. <laughs> um, we talked a little dinner versus supper. We kind of want to hear what your guys' uh, opinions are in the comments. Dinner or supper? Sounds like there's a lot of supper guys here. But episode 62 is in the books. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy. And I am Miles, the you betcha guy. May your ranch always be runny. Your bush lattes forever be cold from a distance. Cheers, Ryan. Betcha, yeah. Yeah.